2: All right, we are live. Welcome to the RG DFS Tournament Takes Podcast Week 5 edition. I am your host, Chris Kirkroyd, screen name Kirk D's, here with uh, my drunk pal, JSU, who's been drinking Nooners on the uh, golf course all day. Uh, JSU Rab from Run Pure Sports, uh, big entrepreneur, multimillionaire, uh, guy wins 100K every week, it seems like, in the DFS space. But what's going on? Uh, also Bobby Gomes is joining us already. I see a cocktail in his hand. So this is the, the Friday happy hour show this week. So what's going on fellas?
3: I mean, not much. I, you know, I, I, can't, I can't lie to the people. I was, uh, I played 18 today. It was a great day. It was beautiful outside. And, uh, yeah, there <laughs> were some, uh, there were some drinks flowing, you know, what, what, what can you do? So we, we keep it going on this show. We keep it going and, uh, we'll try and pick some winners for the people
1: pretty much jsu's hammered uh yeah so we're (laughs) ready to go we all got our happy hour drinks i think jsu is a nooner kirk is a white claw and i have a bud light seltzer which i don't know i feel like it's a step down from the other two but we're just trying to make it work and ready to hit this week five slate right kirk there's
3: a variety right bob we got a variety variety.
1: yeah we give a lot of different
2: stuff you know yeah so uh first i'm coming off the week from hell uh Yes, my my this parenting stuff is just getting crazier and crazier every day. My kid wouldn't shut up; literally, was just crying all day. I mean, it couldn't stop him. Didn't sleep. Really, toughest day we've ever had yet. Not only that, because of that was going on, I got stuck with 150 lineups. I uh, didn't get the uh, edited, and I missed it by like a second. And uh, not only that, it was all locked with uh, Hines. So, and then he goes down with the first play. So I was like, you know, just just bury me. And then uh I do want to say one one little nice thing though that shout out to the whoever that idiot out there who bought my uh Matt Ryan uh legendary rainmaker a couple weeks ago. Much appreciated. Uh much appreciated. What a game that was last night, huh?
3: I mean, if you're buying Matt Ryan anything, cards, what whatever, I mean, it's it's an issue. He's dust. I mean, he's done. Just put stick a fork in him. Let Bobby, who's their backup? You, you were talking Nick about Foles, big dick Nick, Nick Foles. I mean, yeah. let big dick Nick just get in there and, and give it a shot because Matt Ryan is not it. The guy's got no arm. How Literally, did he? Exam- guy, well, he's, he's just, just, he can't Wyatt deal with Ten yard outs, and it looks like he's putting everything he has into it. it. It's tough to watch.
2: Brady looks better under pressure than he does. You know, it's It's crazy. Yeah, but Brady's getting his full compliment back this week. Well, no, right? but no, I'm saying, no, Brady gets rid of But Brady's never under pressure because he gets rid of it. Yeah. But he, when he is under pressure, he looks absolutely terrible. But, like, yeah. he actually looks better than Matt Ryan does.
3: Also, too, how bad is that offensive line right now with – I mean, the Broncos were consistently rushing four and five and getting pressure on Matt Ryan just consistently. On every down, it felt like they were just – if they weren't sacking him, they were right in there getting getting in pressure, making him hurry up, you know, hitting him after, you know, the ball was just released. Like they were just all over him and there was nothing they could do. Like they, they just weren't the, the offensive linemen were getting killed at some point. It's like Matt Ryan's bad, but like that offensive line is terrible. And then doesn't help when your quarterback Gets no help from his offensive line. Can we just well, stop
1: getting sacked out of field goal range? Like, four, he did it three times last night or like four times, Matt Ryan. Just the word, how do you keep him in the game? Like, you can't take those sacks there, regardless of the offensive line.
3: I mean, there were a lot of things that some of the quarterbacks in that game should not have done. And Matt Ryan, even though he took some sacks in bad spots, Bobby, he actually still somehow won the game and there's another quarterback who lost the game and uh, did some really bad things uh, worse than taking sacks. I mean, he Russell sucks. Wilson, like seriously, Russell Wilson should have got hooked in that game. He was that bad. Both quarterbacks should have been hooked. They were that bad. But Russell Wilson was so friggin' bad in that game, it's not even funny. That back foot interception he had really just lobbed it up I think it was to KJ Hamler, but it wasn't even close to KJ Hamler. And the safety just like caught it in a basket and then ran with it. Like it was one of the worst decisions ever. And on top of not running it on third and four when there was two and a half minutes left and they could have just kicked the field goal if they didn't get the first down and they would have been up six and they would have won the game because no one scored a touchdown the whole frigging game and the Colts wouldn't have. Scored a touchdown on that drive to finish out. Like it was just so many bad mistakes from not just Russell, but the the head coach. I mean, Hackett should have been fired right after the game. It was just awful. The fans left. They the it was a close game. The game went into overtime. The fans were leaving. Like right. how many? Tasio. Times- yeah.
2: Settle down. We've spent five I, minutes now on the on uh, the tight I beat mean, on the uh, I can't uh, help um, myself. Goes,
3: I, I, I haven't out. even Colts. I haven't gotten to talk about this.
2: Um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, so last week was kind of so I'm struggling with like trying to balance, like get my lineups ready, all this stuff. So football I ended up breaking even, luckily, but I smashed UFC that night. I told you guys I put a lot of work in. I gave everybody that winner, that Mike Davis winner. I hope you guys tailed. People on the pod, I'll tell you, I'm gonna uh, next week. I'll have more plays for you, um, and in two weeks, I'll have some monster plays for you. So keep listening, and we're gonna print some money uh, in UFC. I think it's the one uh, beatable uh, sports betting. You know, you know, I think it's actually beatable, but we'll, we'll see. Well, that's debatable. Um, anyways, how'd you guys do last week in uh, in the NFL streets? Yeah, I had a good week. I
1: for me, I didn't play Hoganson and Jamal Williams, and God a little bit more than my money back because I had like 70% penny and was full in on the chargers like we talked about. So yeah, I had a good week. Uh, how about you, Jesse?
3: Yeah. I had a lot of penny, which kind of saved me cause I didn't have really any Hawkinson, which kind of stunk. Um, Jamal Williams, I had a ton of too. So yeah, I, I pretty much like broke even around there, but it, you know, it wasn't as big. My guy who hit the Millie. So shout out to my guy who, um, who crushed it and obviously shipped it. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was fine. I, we were told on uh, in the comment section, someone was talking about Pickens. We gave out Pickens on the show. I mean, he was 3,800. I got I a question for you guys. If I give out a dude who's two and a half percent owned in the million maker, is that a sneaky play?
1: It's a sneaky play. If he breaks 40, like what? what, what do you mean? Like,
3: like, like, is, is that a play? Like everyone's on Bob.
1: I don't think it's as important of like giving someone that no one knows as much as it is like giving. No, Laura. that's yeah.
3: not my question. The comment in, in our comment section was he's not a sneaky play. Like everyone knows. He's owns his favorite you. target. Yeah. yeah. Like if a dude is two and a half percent owned, then he's a good tournament play and no one's on him. Like, that's the point. That that was my point. Like it, it you you can't do better than two and a half percent owned at 3,800. And the guy puts up 19, like you you can't do better than that. When you're calling out ownership on a Friday night, like there's only so much we can do now. The opposite point, Josh Jacobs, anyone play Josh Jacobs here? Yeah. So he,
2: I had him on cash on Yahoo, but I specifically Ah. changed my, my tournament exposure to no, no Jacobs. And that's, I was, I was, doing great until i wasn't because of that so i ended up breaking
3: even um, were you, you know, scared when, of the projected ownership too because i was I'll, I'll i mean I just, it. It was, industry, I, just, I just thought it was i just i just thought
2: i just thought jacobs at that ownership was a freaking the stupidest play i've ever seen i, just I feel it. like
1: everyone had like the same like thought process on jacobs and then he came they in had, like, how,
2: how, how, does
3: how does he they bends up
1: five
2: x the field how do they always smash in that spot
3: you know. But how does he come in at 6%? Did everyone just have this thought process of like, it I'm not like going to fade Jamal. I'm going to fade, you know, Josh Jacobs. Like that had to have happened, right?
1: I think it has to do with the fact that everyone has, everyone has like the same idea of what Josh Jacobs is. And like when he hits that breakout game, even though all the numbers said, this is what, it, this is what's going to This is pretty much every optimal is putting out Jacobs, regardless what projections he ran. And then like everyone, the sharper players didn't want to play him and the regulars just didn't feel like they wanted to play them either. So
2: that's what ended up happening. All right. Well, we're going to say one thing, one last thing about the comment section, and then we're going to, we're going to snuff that and we're going to move it, keep it moving on to the week. We're just going to say, you know, Kirk, we got a comment here. It said Kirkwood is awesome. These others are garbage. So let's, uh, let's just take that. We don't really have to address it. Do we have to address let's, that? No, we don't have to address it. We're moving on. just wanted let's to just say move that on. Was, let's, that, was let's, that was sad. That was sad. Oh, I,
3: at I can I, could address, I could address it if we stop want it. to address stop it. it stop it stop it no, no, all right, right. so
2: we week, week, week 5 we got 12 games Cra- this this slate is kind of gross right we've got no big total games no 50 point totals we do have a decent game at least it looks like on paper with the Eagles minus 5 in Arizona you know the thing that's nice about this the Eagles op- Eagles are operating on a on a level we didn't really expect them to that this early in the season they're they're looking great they've got all the weapons and Arizona has been awful, but they're getting healthier, right? Like they're starting to get, he's starting to have a little bit, you know, at least Rondale Moore is there now, which kind of helps this, this offense. Um, so this game could be good with a 48 and a half point total. We got the chargers minus two and a half heading to Cleveland, 47 and a half point total. We got Atlanta uh on the road to Tampa. Who's 10 point. Is that right? Is it in Tampa that game? I didn't double check. I think it is right. It's, it's in Tampa. Yeah, it's in yep. Tampa. Tampa minus 10 at at, at home, uh, 46 and a half point total. Then there's pit at Buffalo, Buffalo minus 14, 46, but at least we do have Josh Allen on the slate. Um, and then, uh, you know, there's another 46 point total with, uh, Seattle at new Orleans. And then there's just a bunch of games. Interesting thing here is we don't have Lamar. We don't have Mahomes. We don't, and not only that, what does that say about tight end? We don't have Kelsey. We don't have Andrews, right? Like, so, um, slimmer pickings at, uh, quarterback than usual. Uh, we still have Hertz. We still have, uh, Josh Allen, but you know, that which are just going to be interesting to hear your takes on, uh, with Josh Allen being a 14 point favorite, you know, in a game that they should be able to mop up against Pitt. Um, so we'll, we'll see there. And then, uh, I don't know what what kind of stand it just kind of seems gross. We got injury news that's still out there. That, like we still have like the the Tyreek and Waddle situation is kind of big, right, against the Jets. Um there's some other stuff that we're still waiting on. We did get word that Andy Dalton is going to be a quarterback. I wonder if he's going to get much play. Um but uh well, how does the slate look to uh, you overall, Bobby?
1: Yeah, so for me as of right now, like I feel like just tr- what's kind of been trending over these last or first four weeks, we're in the fifth week now. Um, these game stacks have hit. They hit week two. They hit last week. Uh, in both weeks, we didn't. Ha- we only really had one game at a 50-point total. And, and on this slate, pretty much we don't have any games at a 50-point total. Pretty positive. Uh, everything's like 48 and a half. So I think a lot of people are going to go to game stacks on a slate where it's really not as necessary based on just how games are broken down and um, yeah, that's pretty much one of the things that's really standing out. I feel like a lot of people are going to try to jam game stacks and that's, that's very, it's like an anomaly almost to get that to happen two times in the first four weeks. So yeah.
2: Does that make you a little bit perturbed?
1: It makes me a little bit perturbed that I I can't find a quality game stack. Yes. (laughs) I think okay, can we talk about can we talk about Hoops Millie last week? I think one thing that he did was that was super sharp when I was looking into this was he didn't move when everyone moved off that Detroit in uh just, just in terms of, like a game sack situation, whenever everyone moved off those four games, like that Detroit total never moved. So he was fine with playing all that chalk. And then so just that game sack ends up going I get like I thought it was like a super sharp play. And I think you can make a case, like if we were talking about game stacks, why in a situation like that, where the line moves uh, drastically everywhere else. And I don't know, I feel like it's more for a review show, but I think it, I thought it was very interesting what he did.
2: I'd be interested to hear. So is he using Saber? You guys know? I he think so, yeah. Yeah, he's I'd,
3: using Saber. That's, that's what he uses. It, it's, it's, depending on
2: which optimizer you use, it's like hard. You know, you got you to gotta plan. You know, pretty meticulously how to get the, uh, the the bigger game stacks in there with the the ones that you don't want as many of. And just curious, what she uses? Uh, I would love. You know, the haters just need to shut up. Like Hoop has been a boss forever in this industry. Like the dude's sitting with like. He'll sit for any amount of a head-to-head versus anybody, right? Like he's been, he's he's been there forever, and the, and the haters just still talk. And every time they totally say, on
1: someone, I don't want to bring up. Every a, time the totally haters say
2: something, it's like you guys win another yep. million. Somebody else wins another million. You know, so it's like everyone just needs to shut up so we we could like win. You know, I
3: I just don't know why people don't. I, I don't know why people like hate on other touts that actually put their money where their mouth is. Like what about other people, processes? Like, people just like, that don't put their money where their mouth is actually don't put their money behind their point Don't even play. Like these guys yeah. don't even
1: play.
2: And then there's That's like there's is. like the That's whole cool. thing. And then there's like team nerd versus like team 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 and team nerd slash. I don't watch any games, and that makes me so cool because like I never I don't even know names that. of players. It's like shut up against people who who actually watch sports. There's like there's a. A nuance there. So, yes, projections, nerds, smarts, intelligence, uh, process that all is very important. But so when you mix combine that with like good intuition because you actually follow sports and know sports inside and out, that's where, like, that's the 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 peak, in my opinion. Personally, I think there's edge for all of it, right? There's edge everywhere. There's edge. You could be someone who just watches sports 24/7. And is not a numbers guy whatsoever and still find like an edge in spots because he knows things and you can and, and vice versa. So I don't know. It's and hoop is like embodies all that. that. You know, he he's he knows about sports and, you know, he's obviously got some good, uh, good process. He's been crushing for as long. I mean, I've looked up to him for as long as I've been in the industry. So
1: I don't think there's been anyone as consistent since 2014 than him. I yeah, he's been playing like,
3: playing play. big money for a while now too. I, like, I remember
1: being at a live final, and one of the DK reps was like, "He's the most blocked player that there is in head to heads and cash games." And now he's doing it over in GPPs. Like, well, he was always doing GPPs, but like, take down a million. it's it's, it's, it's something else. Yeah, maybe.
3: well, he recently just started mming like the yeah. past year and a half. He he, he hadn't been doing that uh, before. He had just been playing more like. Uh, You know, single uh, like like one lineup type stuff and putting in everything, which again, like he's still playing a a lot. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, again, putting his money where his mouth is. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, so shout out to him.
2: Awesome. That's that's the I I sent him a DM saying, like, I just I didn't want to clout chase like everybody else on Twitter. Like, oh, you know, besides you guys, like you guys should do that. But like uh, all the other all the other people that come from out of nowhere, like congratulations, my best friend who. I just you know i just let him know like man that i mean that's that's the moment right there that's that's what every one of us dreams of right there you know bobby's had to ex- he's already experienced it luckily and uh hopefully he'll get to again um this all week. right this week. all right yeah let's do it so i am feeling better like i'm gonna like there's no ufc tomorrow so i'm, I'm gonna be all over it. like i'm gonna be ready Kirkwood's so,
3: locked in on this I, I'm not I'm not gonna in. I'm
2: gonna have no excuses. I'll invite um, you on my secret
3: zoom tomorrow night, Kirky. C- come on. Zoom?
2: I don't why do, why zoom? What do I I gotta
1: look at you? You got yeah, we're talking. Uh, talk we talk game. There's a bunch of us on there.
2: You'll know on, the guy. Who's on there?
1: It's like me, Camo, gonna... Kyle. You know Kyle Dvorak? No. No. There's a couple others. Kamble's Snyder's on boy. there. My boy.
2: Snyder's, my boy. Snyder's my boy. Snyder's my boy.
1: What man gone? Snyder's the man. I'm, I'm I'm love Snyder. there going. I love
2: Snyder. There's nothing better than Snyder's soldiers. Those, <laughs> those videos, I I love it. He's I good. Always, though. I, love, I, golf love, golf I always too. I always uh I always shoot
3: uh, that guy knows his golf lessons. too. Respect. I love Snyder.
2: All right, let's go. Let's get down to this this slate. Let's like let's do what we always do. Uh, Started off at running back position, talk about some of the the chalk plays and then uh, some of our pivots and whatnot, headed over to QB, which then leads to wide receiver for our stacks. We'll uh, close it out with tight ends, although actually, no, we close it out with the Bobby Gomes defensive segment. And JSU is now going to I guess I I hope you're ready for this. You uh, you were ready. You had one uh, last week. He uh, lost
1: last week. That's what you have to remember about last week. I lost?
3: Yeah. How did I lose? What do you mean I my lost? My defense
1: five X and yours three X.
3: Wow, how many points did the Seahawks have? I, Man, they scored remember. a touchdown. Yeah, but that was
2: it. That they were I was bitching at half to. I said I I am like,
3: <laughs> said I'm so buried pissed.
2: because I said I'm buried because uh this Seattle defense couldn't stop head chopper <laughs> or something
3: like that. Turkey half-time. was so missed because you know, they yeah, played like, the worst I'm defense. And they and still they, did they still get there? What did I they think they got like with? seven points? What did they finish with seven
1: points? Yeah, they were 2,300. Dallas got 10. Ah, oh, JSU wins.
2: No,
3: that's, he a, that's how I look 3, at it. That's how I look at it. Uh, uh, Kirkwood, I look at it like I won too 10 to JSU seven. Win, that's
2: the winners win. JSU won. <laughs> All right, running backs. Um, no, so this is it's kind of crazy to me this week, right? Like it's there's no there's there's no like extremely like must plays here like last week was crazy we had some massive chalk so this week it's it's all kind of spread out it seems like to me um differencing of, of opinions some places have jeff wilson um to be extremely high on some places don't um we'll we'll see how that um ends up shaking out but i mean i get it with him he's cheap right it's it's a it's a usage there. I mean, you he's in his last two weeks, 73%, 66% of the snaps. Um, for the league's fourth uh most run heavy offense in the league, Carolina has actually been ble- you know, getting gashed by rushing. Um there's they've given up the seven most rushing yards per game. Um the problem with Jeff Wilson is he doesn't really catch passes. Um, there's also Debo there that takes away from him. I mean, you look at like his last three weeks great. He scored 12, 12, and 13 fantasy points. That doesn't seem like a great tournament play to me for upside. He could always break one, but, you know, Carolina overall is a pretty decent defense. So we'll we'll talk about that one. Lenny Fournette is coming in extremely popular. Now that this is what's crazy to me. So I need, I need you guys to straighten me out on this one. So I get it. He's 6,900, which is, eh, you know, he hasn't really done anything yet. I mean, he's had Two 18 point fantasy games. That's that's good, I guess. One of them was last week where he went had negative three yards rushing, right? He did get there receiving. But the problem is, is that okay, that was against Kansas City in a game where they were like in comeback mode the entire time. This is completely opposite where they should be favorites against Atlanta. So yeah, maybe he will get more rushing yards, but like should some of his passing yard yards should be taken away. Plus the Tampa passing offense is getting healthier, right? Like Godwin is back. He, he was there like 83% of the snaps or whatever it was running routes, like every single play uh, Julio uh, didn't manage to make it through with a limited snap share, you know, but you know, so he will he should pick up even more snaps this week. So they're, they're getting healthier. Mike Evans dominated uh, last week, but also it's, it's who he lost all the, snaps to like it basically Rashad White had massive involvement in that game granted they were like kind of far behind when they did kind of like roll him out but he looked good he played well so I'm certainly worried about them potentially heading towards some kind of a running back committee Um, I don't know if you guys are or not but if he's chalk and there's that those that those kind of doubts hanging over him that seems like a fade to me but um, I'll let you guys speak on that one then there's Kamara um, you know doesn't winston's gone uh he should be healthy he's 6600 which is his lowest price since like week nine of 2017 i read um you know the seattle uh is a r- bad defense uh 19th in dvoa versus the run uh, they allow the fourth most fantasy points uh to running back allowing five and a half receptions per game to running backs so uh, if Kamara gets a Full workload and he's healthy which all indications are that he is and i don't see andy dalton doing a ton of work in this game um then uh kamara could be could be that high upside guy i like that dalvin right like if dalvin stays healthy gets through this game this could be a smash bot for dalvin um against chicago there and then we've got like some other plays we'll, we'll get to but what do you th- guys think about those plays and who or, or am i wrong like who do you guys think will be the chalk this week
3: I mean, I don't see how Jeff Wilson is twenty five percent owned. But if he is, I definitely not playing him. Like, there's no way you can get me to play twenty five percent owned Jeff Wilson or twenty or whatever he is. Like you said, well, he's gonna be Jacob. So then
2: he's gonna score like thirty. Like, and that's the like thing.
3: But <laughs> you also have Debo is also a running back there, right? You yeah. also have the fact that Debo can easily steal you know, uh, or leverage him, you know, obviously in score. Dude, I'm team Debo every game. I'm team Debo yeah. every game. So I think if you're worried about fading Jeff Wilson, like you think they're going to score points, you think they're going to get him on the ground, play Debo. Just, just instead of playing Jeff Wilson, play Debo. I know there's a price difference, but you want someone to kind of take away from Jeff Wilson. And that guy to me is clearly Debo Samuel. Um, maybe – you want to go to George Kittle, who's another like leverage play, I guess at tight end who was terrible last week, but do they need him to block as much this week? Who knows? So maybe you you want to know the thing about him.
2: He wasn't actually blocking last week. So he was actually out there for all the routes. So
3: it was like a good sign in the right direction. And he's getting coach speak too. So like he, he made one of the most important blocks, I think on that Debo play, didn't he? I th- I, he's a, he's an insane blocker. There's a reason why he blocks though a lot. Like oh, yeah, he's sure. really good at the it. The Jeff- in that play were insane too. It, they were yeah. insane. De- no, I but mean, Debo, Debo was
2: also, Debo just juked Ramsey. It was it was
1: amazing. He did, but he his beat every team every is week? good. Every time he plays, like I feel like something he's getting burned or he's I don't know. Debo is, is a ball. grown
2: grown ass man, is the way I look at that. But
3: what'd you say? I'm I'm with you. Debo, Debo is. Yeah, oh, I, I love Debo. But so the point with these running backs, Leonard Fournette, 60, 40 almost, uh 37.5% for Rashad White. Like to me, even in a game where they're trailing against the Chiefs, they're giving Rashad White 37.5% of the work. That tells me that they're kind of looking at it from a long term perspective with Leonard Fournette. Okay, we're gonna get to the playoffs. We don't need to run him into the ground now. We need him for week 16, 17, 18. We need him for the playoffs, right? We're not going to run him into the ground. This kid, White, he's capable. And we saw it, right? He is capable. He can catch passes. Like, he can do what uh, Brady wants him to do or needs him to do to keep them in the game. And against Atlanta, what if they're up, right? So then the question becomes, if they get up, does the snap percentage go down even further for Lenny. I don't know. You know what I mean? But it does feel like to me, they are going to be more kind of on the cautious side of, we can't run our guys into the ground, especially Leonard Fournette. We need to make sure he's there come playoff time. And and so I'm going to fade Lenny for sure. I, I don't, I don't mind again, play the passing game, right? Play the passing route, or even play White. I mean, you could play White uh, in Millie Maker formats. Like, you could definitely play him um, and hope maybe he steals, uh, uh, you know, a touchdown from Lenny or something like that. We saw it last week. It could easily happen again. And, uh, yeah, I, I just think there are so many other paths you can go. I'm definitely fading Jeff Wilson. I'm definitely fading Lenny. I like spending down at running back because I want to play these wide receiver studs, but at the same time, I'm not playing 20-something percent Leonard Fournette or Jeff Wilson with the circumstances that Lenny's in with the split being kind of more of a risk factor for him and White, and then uh, Jeff Wilson being Jeff Wilson. Like, this isn't a showdown slate. I I want upside. Jeff Wilson, if Jeff Wilson gets me 18, I feel like he's close to his ceiling right there, like 18 to 20. So, like, him getting 15 or 12 fine have it i'll play Brees hall who can get me friggin 25 i i think has as a massive ceiling and his role is growing at a similar price i'll play ramondre stevenson who's in a great Thank matchup you. and his role is growing uh, right i'm gonna play these type of guys so uh, yeah I'll, I'll let people hopefully play him i hope he's 20 something percent because in tournaments is there, I'm is, definitely there an, fading.
2: is there an easier bet than the pats this week I don't care if it's. I love snappy.
3: the PATH running game. I I, yeah. I love the PATH I mean, running game. All they have to do is just feed
2: uh, Harris and, and Ramondre all game, and they they should be. What stinks for DLS
3: there. Kirkwood is, you know, we all know when we play one of these guys, like yeah, the there's one. still two. No, but there's still two guys. Like it's not like it's one and the other. Like Damian Harris could easily steal the touchdowns. Like that's the. The well, finger? I mean,
2: that's why I'm saying I'm just going to drive to New Hampshire and hammer the Pats tomorrow with Golf in his first outdoor. game. Why don't we do that tonight that after the show,
3: Kirkwood? Take uh, the under in that game, Kirkwood, because because we under. don't we don't drink and drive,
1: Bobby. Oh, that's a good point.
3: That is a good point. Come on, Bobby, you're better than that. You should. I didn't even matter. think of that. I
2: forgot we were. Booze. Um, what do you what do you, uh, uh, Ramondre so, you... or? Harris are going to crush but what do you what are you what are you thinking Bobby
1: yeah I I think JSU did a really good job of breaking out down the outs for Jeff Wilson I do think Jeff Wilson has a ceiling game I just don't know if like it's really this week and there are guys in that range that you can kind of fade him with Lenny and Rashad White I think is very interesting because I think Rashad White played as much as he did because in that trailing game script I don't know if I think they've been looking for a back to kind of in, in Rashad White's kind of like elk that can basically catch the ball in space. Like obviously when he's been used in that situation, but when he's kind of like a bigger guy, like I feel like they would much rather like a scat back type to
2: kind of be the guy catching passes.
1: The problem I mean, is, is that
2: White looked good, right? Like, so how do they not, how do they not at least, you know, increase him a little bit, you know, going forward? Yeah,
1: no, I get it. I'm just, I just think the game script for it, it might not be, um the best situation to play him. I also think Godwin, the the one thing I will say, like I feel like the game trip would more um be more of a Lenny game. But the other issue is Godwin is going to eat up a lot of those like short chunk passes. So maybe that takes away from Lenny's stealing. I don't I don't hate Lenny. Like he's I think I'd much rather fade Jeff Wilson. Uh two guys that I'd be have interest in like as off the board plays James Robinson going against the Uh, Houston Texans defense, that's like third in the league, giving up fantasy points to running backs through the first five weeks. Um, And also CMC got to get going on the other side of that San Fran game, right? Like eventually CMC is going to have a breakout game. He's 8-5. If there are outs for Lenny, like if if Rashad White does get run, if Godwin does catch it, like be as involved as he was last week, Maybe the ceiling isn't there, and we all know the ceiling that CMC has. Um, so I don't mind paying up to 8-5 when a lot of people are going in other directions.
2: I didn't even talk about I, – I forgot to mention my, uh, my, how I always start the show with the Blitz most plays, and I uh, can't believe no, – can the, the
1: Carolina runs 50 – I know they run a very low amount of plays, I know.
2: No, I'm just saying I can't believe I forgot that because I'm looking at one game and I'm looking at one back that what like we haven't even mentioned yet, but he should be a no-brainer, uh, Damian Pierce. You know, again against the Jags on the other side. I know you 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 just mentioned the uh, James Robinson, but I mean Pierce looked freaking ridiculous last week.
3: I think he's gonna. I think Pierce
2: is gonna be pretty chalky.
3: I think he'll get some ownership for sure. And on top of it, I'm with Bob. Like I would play the Jacksonville running back, like James Robinson, or I even Travis CTN, I like him, but I would play James Robinson over Pierce. I think you're paying also. Like I don't want to say his like I think his price tag at 6,200 is a fair price tag, but I think you missed the boat on him the last couple of weeks right right we talked him up the last couple of weeks like we were on Pierce at the beginning when he was like 5200 5500 now he's at 6200 he's hanging out like that's the price range where I'm going to start to get out and say okay I got him when he was cheap I got him in good matchups I'm going to stay away from him now he he has looked good I don't I don't disagree with you it's just he's going to get ownership He's at a, a higher price tag now. Uh, my question is Alvin Kamara. He's the one I have the hardest. I'm not struggling with these other running backs from that are chalk, like that I want to fade. Like I'll fade these guys. Alvin Kamara is the hardest one for me because I told myself before the year started, I'm just going to play running backs against Seattle all year. I'm not going to not play running backs against Seattle. They're going to be bad all year. Just in general, defensively, they're going to be bad. I, I think it's a good spot, but, man, I don't like how he's looked. He's coming off injury. How does how do they use him, right? Like, is he going to be, like, the workhorse? I don't think so. They like Mark Ingram. So what, what are we doing with Ingram? Dude, how can uh, you or, like sorry, Mark Mar- Ingram? Uh, I'm going to play him
2: personally, but I just want to make one last point about uh, – I mean – With Pierce, not only did he look, has he looked ridiculous? I think he's just really good and going to be good. But we just watched Miles Sanders just absolutely nuke this Jags run D. So uh, I'm definitely still interested. But uh, with Kamara, I'm playing him. Like I said, this is the lowest price ever since 2017, Week 9. Reports are that he's actually healthy. Um, So, I mean, Ingram is so old and, and dusty that I, I how can you how can and and then there's i mean this whole squad is kind of dust i mean i, I don't really feel good about their quarterback play for sure but andy dalton but you got to figure that kamara would be the offensive option but i, I don't know uh, uh but going down with a 6600 album kamara for chasing that upside i don't like it's not bad no matter you know what i mean like if My I, issue if I, with Dalvin, though, I is lose. his
3: upside was a lot of times he got the passing game mix with the running game, or he got, has multiple rushing touchdowns. That's where we always saw that like upside was like, yeah, but Dalton get the check down, Dalton, and, Dalton, Dalton, yeah, Dalton's
1: but, gonna. It's not James. Dalton right? will
3: check down. That that is the good thing. Dalton will check down. I just don't it's, know if he gets the volume off that injury. But, but I think he's Thompson's the chalk too, back. Right? I would. I think I think he's the chalk back though. I would most be comfortable with if I have to pick one.
1: Is Mike Thomas out. I think Mike Thomas is
3: also out. So there's. I mean, if of... Jameis is out, he's probably yeah, out. Yeah, Michael Michael Thomas
2: is out.
1: Michael Thomas is out. So there there is room for now. You have the new quarterback who likes to check down on Dalton, and you're taking away the target share of Thomas. So. I feel like Kamara's probably at home in the dome. Up. Like, yeah, at like, home like the
2: if dome. I, if I lose cause of Kamara. Okay. So be it. Like I'm this play seems so much better to me than all the others.
1: I think that too. Now, now that like I think about it, and now we know Thomas is out and obviously Dalton starting. I think Kamara is a very good play.
3: Yeah. I think Kirkwood said it best. I think he, out of all the chalk pieces, I think he's the one I, I, I would be most comfortable with if I was playing uh, anyone, it would be him.
2: I mean, then there's then there's a. Um, I mean, you could play like Devin Singletary, kind of in that range.
3: Ecuador, they don't. Nukes. They don't want to play anyone else. They want to play Devin Singletary. Yeah, they like, definitely he fumbled, want. To play they play. gave Zach Moss a chance. Then James Cook came in for a few plays, but then Singletary was right back in there. They they definitely trust him the most. I just think if it's the Steelers and they get up big early it could be a spot where Singletary loses some work just because they're up and they don't want to run them to the ground. But if you think that game's close in any way, you think Pittsburgh can hang in, I definitely think is a great play.
2: This could also be the uh, Mostert game, uh, 5K against the Jets. Um, we haven't talked about uh, – Montgomery's probably going to be out again, I think, right? Let me double check.
3: I Maybe would think there. so, right?
2: Yeah, let me just double check. Um,
3: questionable.
2: Well, it looks like he might be given a good – he's on the optimistic side of questionable.
3: He. All right, so – we'll, I swear we'll that injury see. looked so much worse than it is if he comes back after just a week, pretty much. that He's a tough dude. I, I, I remember him doing this uh, either last year or the year before. He did this where I thought, like, his season was over. And then and it looked like it on the field, and then he came back after a week. Like That dude's a tough, tough man. Tough dude. He is. <laughs> um,
2: all right, there's uh, – I mean, let's go through the list. Austin Eckler, I mean, finally had his massive breakout game against uh, the Texans, which we kind of saw coming. Um, now gets Cleveland. There's that way. There's also the other side of this game, the, the Cleveland backs. There's Chubb and there's Hunt. I don't know. Any interest there for you, for you guys?
3: I don't know, Bobby, are you spending I think up you can make a case. Back? What'd you say? Are you spending up at running back? I don't know. Like I,
1: I honestly like I I like CMC, but I do think paying down like to these Pats backs and then James Robinson isn't the worst idea. Nick Chubb though versus uh Chargers like front I I could see that being pretty interesting.
3: I think he's the guy that like for tournaments, he's going to be low-owned. He's always low-owned. and No one wants to pay 8 I mean, on FanDuel, his price tag is outrageous, like 9400 or something like that. Like, no one's playing this dude. And he could easily run all over the Chargers. I, I think, I think if I'm spending sense. up, it's him.
1: Yeah, I think that's a really good call.
2: I, I, over- I, mean, I mean, he's got at least 20 touches in every game. Um, certainly a good, good matchup for him in a game there where who, who, uh, Thorman over at, uh, ETR likes this game to play up and pace the chargers at, uh, at the Browns. So, um, yeah, this could, this could be a good spot for him. I think actually, I think this is a great spot to play Nick Chubb. You know, I don't think he's going to get on. What's his ownership. What are you guys seeing for projected owner? I'm seeing like 5%. Under 5%. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Under 5%. Yeah,
2: they're I just at I don't home. know
3: how people can stomach that price tag.
2: Yeah, it's tough, especially when he doesn't get you know much passing game work.
3: That's what I mean. And like ninety four hundred on Fanduel, that's... but he has. But I'll
2: take his thirty two point fantasy points that he put up against the Jets.
3: Oh yeah, I mean yeah, of course you would take that. Three if you, t- three tutties. If you told me I'm getting you know twenty five plus, I'm playing him here on this slate. Like yeah, definitely for sure.
2: Um, I mean, the upside is there for sure. If he breaks off a couple of those, I mean, it's, it's, th- it's always the play. Like he's not the math play ever because he doesn't get the no. passing game work, but he's, he's a football guy play, right? Like he's a guy who can, who can break an 80 yard touchdown run and smash a slate. He's a Derek. He's another Derek Henry. I mean, that, yeah, that's what he, it is. He,
3: but the difference between him and Derek Henry is Derek Henry gets all of the valuable touches in and yeah. around the goal line, Nick Chubb does all this production and he doesn't get all the valuable touches at the think of how crazy that is. Like he he could have such a better year if, if there wasn't for that, like if he was in a Derrick Henry role, he could literally be the best running back in football fantasy wise. Like that's how good of a running back he is that, he doesn't get that and he still is one of the top guys like but that's I think why he's the best runner in all of football but and like.
2: and that's why we get a we get a 32 point fantasy point upside for under 5%. You know, and what know, I mean? like if, if we yeah. get the right, yeah, if we get the right game out of him, he smashes and nobody has him and we, you know, it's like of course I played some Nick Chubb, you know.
3: Yeah, I'm not playing any of these other uh top tier running backs. I'm sold. It's just Nick Chubb for me.
2: Bobby give your uh, McCaffrey pitch. I just
1: think he's going to get it going. I, I like the Chubb call though and Kamara, like those were got McCaffrey was the first one I gravitated to just because I don't know like when CMC going to be CMC. I feel like they need to get a win. They're playing San Fran. No one's going to play in versus San Fran on the Island game. San Fran's D looked great the other night versus the run, but it's CMC and if he is involved in the passing game and if he has that breakout game if there's anyone that can do it for San Francisco, it's CMC. So but Baker Mayfield just sucks. He's so bad though. Yeah, that's it's tough swallowing, like the fact that he's I mean tired. he just brings
2: everyone down. It's just like
1: I don't know why he's still the starter there. Like I I they it's another coaches are way too lenient with letting these guys have the
2: leash that they have. All right. We got any more plays? Any any any, any anyone out there that kind of
3: I mean, I definitely like the running backs in the Miami uh, Jets game. I I think Brees Hall on one side is a a really good play, and all of his work is going up, all the valuable touches he's getting in and around the goal line pretty much. I I think that's going to just keep continuing upwards. I don't know if he's going to get more work, but he outsnaps. I think 65 Mm -hmm. to like 40-ish for Michael Carter, so he's clearly becoming – the number one guy. And uh I like that game. I like that game for points. Like, I hate Zach Wilson, but I just think there's points in that game. I think Teddy Bridgewater, as long as his weapons are there, like, obviously, I'm assuming that Tyreek Hill and or Waddle do play. But if his weapons are there, I do think there's points in this game. And I do think we can play some of these, like, uh, you know, guys like Brees Hall. I'm not saying... You got to play Teddy, or you got to play Zach Wilson. I'm just saying, like, I think some of these guys, like Brees Hall, Tyreek, maybe Garrett Wilson or Elijah Moore, you know, some someone like that. I think they're in play with uh, these two defenses and teams. I just see points.
2: If um, if Tyreek is out, and I don't like the coach speak already because they they basically said they're not giving uh, the Jets any uh, any advantage to information. Of whether he's going to Tyreek's going to play or not, um, is Waddle just an absolute smash or vice versa? If Waddle's out, is Hill an absolute smash or does it like does it kind of hurt them big? You could just key in on on
3: on them. These have secondary is very
2: bad.
3: I think they're tough to key in on too. Like the the offense is just designed to get them the football in space. And all like you they, throw Chase Edmonds just out there,
2: it's the. Throw Chase Edmonds out there, there's another another option for them that makes it tougher.
3: It, it honestly though, Kirkwood, it does feel like one of these guys might sit.
2: I think Tyreek Ty- The way I, the way that they're talking, it made me think that Tyreek mm-hmm. Ty- mm-hmm. Ty- mm-hmm. is gonna be out. JSU, do you think it'll be
1: Michael Carter if they're trailing instead of Brees? I don't know. I haven't watched that, I'm just wondering.
3: No, I think it's Brees Hall. I think Brees Hall is the guy. I think he's gonna get all the t- like. Especially the valuable touches, the touches in and around the goal line. I think he's the the dude. He he's going to be the one they want. Michael Carter is good. He's just. I think Brice Hall is just better, and I think they want him to be the guy.
2: All right, um, are we good at running back?
1: I think so. Yeah. Yeah.
2: All right, moving on over to QB. So, like I said earlier, start the show QB. We don't have Lamar. We don't have Mahomes. We do have Josh Allen for eighty two hundred. Problem is he's a fourteen. I mean, it, it's they they should put up points. He should you know have his way whenever he's out on the field. It's just how much do they have their foot on the gas? This one is fourteen point favorites um, at home. Um, we also have Jalen Hurts for eighty one hundred um, at Arizona. I like this game. Arizona twenty eighth DVOA versus the pass. I just have a feeling that Arizona is going to play better in this spot this week. I think another week with like just getting a little healthier, having. Somewhat of their their weapons back. Um, I don't know. Uh, I'm waiting for Kyler to to do something. Maybe you know. And I'm sick of the short shaming. But quite frankly, there's a lot of short shamers out there that love to pile on uh, Kyler. So I'm rooting for him. Um, but uh, other than that, Tom Brady is super cheap against Atlanta. Six at K. Um, you know, 17th DVOA versus the pass. Atlanta uses a lot of zone. Uh, Brady has always picked apart zones. It's just the, the perfect D for him. Um Their weapons, full full complement of weapons now with Godwin back um and Julio back um, getting healthier. So Evans looked great. So, you know, it should be all systems to go here for, for Tom Brady. Um, they did have a large increase in pass rate over expectation in their last week, and that just makes sense with the weapons that they have, right? Like, I mean, he's been trying to do it with, like, Rashad Perryman and uh uh an injured russell gage it's like now they now they finally have uh some weapons at his disposal plus uh like we said white's looked good as a passing back and uh he's always used lenny in the passing game so i think it makes a lot of sense for 6k and getting that savings um Now, other than that, then it gets a little dicey. We got like a bunch of – we got Trevor Lawrence, who I think is going to have an absolute bounce-back game this week. I think it was just an awful game last week in the terrible conditions, weather conditions and whatnot. But I like this uh, Jags-Houston game. I think it's going to – there's going to be a lot of points in this one, and I think he's definitely bouncing back here. Then there's like I've seen some people are giving Teddy Bridgewater love. I know the Blitz is given Geno Smith love. Um, Andy Dalton is getting some people are talking about. I don't know. Like there's just a bunch of names here. Um, what are you guys thinking at QB?
1: Yeah, you hit on Lawrence. I think Lawrence is in a great spot to bounce back. Christian Kirk. I like that sack a ton. Um, one of the big things about this slate is the game stacking. I don't think there's a lot of opportunity to really game stack. I think a lot of people are going to game stack. That being said, like Tom Brady, like I have, I don't want to run him back like his stacks back with like a Drake London. I think that's going to be super popular now that I don't think it's bad, but I think I'd rather just play like a secondary of Godwin in London or play like, I don't know, just differentiate it. And if I do play Tom, like I'm not just by different, I wouldn't be playing one of those Falcons on the run back um, at quarterback, like Josh Allen versus Pittsburgh. I think he's in a, like you wonder how that's gonna be kind of attacked. Like I feel like they're they're such strong favorites that I don't know, he he might not be able to hit that ceiling. So I don't know. You hit on Kyler and the issue with that game is like two running quarterbacks, you're gonna it's tough to like stack up that situation, but like playing the Kyler side and then having AJ Brown as the run back isn't the worst play, right? Like you play Kyler and Hertz or Kyler and Rondale. Rondale's seen an uptick in his uh um, Hollywood his, Hollywood. Or Hollywood, yeah, for that matter, and then have AJ Brown as the guy that you're bringing it back with. I don't hate that stack. So that that's basically what I'm looking at for quarterback is uh, that that game and um, the Trevor Lawrence game. That
2: reminded me of something. JSU, do you think we ran so bad with our uh, Najee Harris last week when they once I knew we were dead once they once Pickett came in. I mean he. The whole point about playing
3: Najee was that he was going to fall into the end zone, right? And Well, then, I, I think too one of the things that we have to look at is even before Kenny Pickett came in. Oh, he sucked! God, he was terrible. And, yeah. and let me tell you guys something about Najee Harris.
2: No, we we did say that. Like I've doing a we lot both, of research. We, we both said like he's um he's I hate Najee Harris. Before I made the made the announcement that I was going to play Najee Harris, I hate him. I think he's terrible. But the whole point was, I was like, I'm positive he's going to fall into the end zone. See, I don't think he's
3: terrible. I think the offensive line is just terrible. How many times did we see Najee get behind like a pulling guard in the middle and literally just get stopped? And he ends up pushing the guy like to try and get out of his way so he can hit a hole. And there's just nothing because the guy's in his way. Like it happens so many times. The line just gets no movement. They, they just literally, there's nothing for Najee. I don't think it's Najee's like not talented. I, I think it's more just the offensive line play is bad. Then obviously Kenny Pickett steals the two touchdowns towards the goal line. And so that right there is dead. I think we just have to accept the L. Najee was a bad play. Did we run bad? Really? Doing- we lost a one-yard touchdown. Even if he Too gets long. one of those, Even if he gets one of those, he's still not a good play at his price tag. Not in tournaments. I I've course. been doing a lot of
1: research on Najee, big deep dive, and what I've come up with is uh, he sucks. So, don't play Najee. No, I don't. He Matt Wiley, friend suck. of the show. The
3: offensive line sucks, Bobby. Come on. Matt
1: Wiley, friend of the show. Whenever we talk plays or whatever, and he thinks one's like kind of outlandish, he'll send him. I've been doing this big deep dive, and then he blurs out the word, and he's like, he sucks, <laughs> like via text. It's funny.
3: So yeah, you stole no, something he's, he's no from skiller. your friend. So you just stole something from your friend, and then minted it on the show. Come I, on, Bob.
1: It's just I it's good content,
3: right? It is good content. I I will say that, but it's not your content. It's you gotta something. you gotta come with your own spin, Bob. That's the key. You gotta have your own spin-off on it, right? I Kirby? know like I couldn't do
1: can. it on the show because I can't like show via text. Like, let me tell you guys some of the kind of like the <laughs> message blurred. So you guys can read it, and then it says he sucks. You got to do it. All and right. Then,
2: oh, you got to if you're going to copy it, you got to own it and act like act like it's yours. You know I mean? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then you can give him a shout I gave him the Matt credit. The I gave him the credit. You know what? It's tough enough. It's a to good stick. Are you guys? Anyone going down to this poker cheating? Anyone see this poker cheating stuff on Twitter or whatever?
3: I, I can't I can't even comment on it. I don't know enough. I'm I think not one of the catalysts guy. for why
1: that blew up is because of the chest cheating where the guy is using like anal beads and stuff. Do you guys uh, hear know. about that? That's yeah, like been, that's been like a big I mean what do you think, points.
3: Kirkwood? Was it cheating for sure?
2: I no, I thought so I, I was in the camp of no cheating that um, but now I'm I don't know. It's just so crazy. I don't know what to think. And I, I can't keep up with it. There's just too much going on. So, so my you're initial in the
3: camp of just like not sharp,
2: like my initial, just... my initial reaction was just like, this is not cheating. It's like, she's a rich girl. She probably misread her hand or she wanted the muck. And, she, but I didn't know all the background information and stuff. Um, and I didn't spend, you know, hours and hours every day watching uh, Joe Ingram pods and, mm-hmm. And, uh, I was going to say, some dudes Polk are Pods. going
3: real deep yeah, no, into this. All, like... all
2: day, they, they, they don't stop yeah. talking about it. Yeah, It's, it's yep. crazy, but we'll see. We'll see. It's it's kind of crazy now, today. as of today. There's been a lot of stuff. But I, all like right, I said, so I, I back got a crying to quarterback.
3: Babe. Back to quarterback, because we'll, we'll, this show will go two hours if you go down a poker rabbit hole that we cannot, yeah. we cannot handle right now. So for a quarterback, one – I got two disagreements with Kirkwood, but I'll start with before I get to the quarterback. I I don't like the Arizona game. You you like the Arizona game? I I am totally against this game is going to be popular. I don't like it. I don't like peace. I I like the Philadelphia side. I think this game ends thirty to ten. I think Kyler gets smacked around by one of the best defenses in football in the Eagles. And I think the Cardinals are just bad. And I think, you know, the fact that this game is going to be popular, I'm very happy that it's going to be popular. The, so, here, so let me let me there's count a lot that. of high totals and everyone's gravitating to this game. And I think the totals come down a little bit, not a ton, but a little bit. And I, I think the Eagles just win 30 to 10. It's going to be as simple as that. You can play an Eagle if you want. But I don't like this game for fantasy. I'm not full game stacking it like like Bobby was talking about how people are wanting to after seeing the winners of the last couple weeks. I, I'm definitely not on this game. I don't know if Bobby well, has thirty,
2: 30, 30 points from it's, the Eagles. Then you probably want at least an eagle somewhere. You know? I think
1: I could say what you, I get. Yeah, but you I, don't don't Arizona, yeah, I
3: don't want an Arizona. I don't want Arizona
1: because you know, Kyler try. could be that guy getting all the touchdowns on the Arizona side. Like, why would you run it back? Like, I feel like you'd stack hurts and aj brown fine but you run into difficulties if it's pretty much kyler getting all the touchdowns and the run back so don't even bother running it back if you do run it back play the Kyler side and run back aj brown
3: but the point though is like the game stacks that have went off recently right there's two that stick out there's last week with uh, detroit seattle and there was the miami and uh Baltimore game, right? A few weeks ago. Those two I, I and I'm an idiot. I kind of
2: thought that Detroit game was gonna bust. I kind of thought, but
3: but but my point is is both sides went crazy, right? 30 to yeah. 10 is not a game where you're gonna be like, damn, I needed both uh either side of this game. You know what I mean? Like that's not a game where you're like, damn it, I didn't play it. You're you're fine. You know, it, you, you don't need to play a Philadelphia. A guy on this massive slate just because they score 30 points, you you can. I'm not saying you can't. I'm just saying it's not a, a must. Uh, my point is people are going to play this game, and I don't like it for fantasy. I think people think there's going to be a ton of scoring. I don't get it. I don't know why people are trusting the Cardinals uh, against this really good defense and the Eagles. I know the total is one of the higher totals, but, man, I just I, I don't see it. I'm just going to go with what I'm seeing on the field. And what I'm seeing is I think the Eagles just put it on them and then they, then they do what they've done re- recently, which is kind of just slow down in the second half on in multiple games this year. They've, they've crushed teams in the first half and then hit the brakes in the second half and just coast. I think that's the game we see. So
2: I, I- my opinion, and I may be wrong, is I'm just looking for what I want to happen. So I, I look at Arizona, and I think they they've struggled, and rightfully so. I think they're not as bad as people are piling on. I mean, it, you can't blame him; he's had no weapons whatsoever. So it they haven't had the easiest schedule either. They played KC, they won, even though they did nothing in the first half, and they came back and won the se- in the second half against against the the Raiders they played the Rams following that they lost, they looked horrible Um, and they squeaked out a win 26 points against Carolina where they showed some signs of improvement. You know, at least he had some weapons with Rondale back, you know, like, I think you need, he needs at least two competent receivers. And I think, I think Hollywood and, uh, and Rondale Moore, give him that. I think Ertz is Ertz, whatever, at least, you know, maybe we'll get a little uptick with Ertz revenge in this one. And I think their defense is terrible. I think it's only, he's going to have to start running. Right. And what did he do last week? He ran for 12 attempts. He only got 26 yards, but he ran 12 attempts. So that's, so that's like huge for me, for Kyler. Kyler wasn't running. He didn't run in the first three games. So could this game bust and could it be 30 to 10? Like you're saying? Yes, absolutely. I totally agree. But I also think it, it could end up shooting out and it's in Arizona you know, it's, it's, it's a game of Philly on the road. It could be kind of like, you know, Philly, Philly is a good defense, but it could, they could let down and Arizona could be coming into their own a little bit. So, and there's a lot of good pieces in this game. And I think Goddard is an awesome play for tight end on uh, I think AJ Brown is an awesome play. Um, I just hope Kyler runs. And if Kyler starts running and they, in, in, and, and gets this offense moving, then uh, this game could be good. I do I you know, the games that shoot out, what's the most likely game for me in my head that's gonna like shoot out and be like this Detroit game? I don't think any game will be like the Detroit game, but the closest thing that we have, I think it would probably be this Jacksonville Houston game, in my opinion. I, I don't know what it what's like what do you what do you guys think? What would be your number one like game that would shoot out both sides? I'm with you. I like the
1: Jacksonville Houston game. Like I think that game's easier to stack up. Even with the Kyler side, like you still have to worry about Hertz scoring the touchdowns, not AJ Brown or Goddard. I just feel like those guys have a better chance to those ancillary weapons have a better chance to score than Kyler's a, ancillary weapons on the run if you were doing your Hertz run back. But you, I think you make a really good point. Like going to um, Jacksonville side, Christian Kirk and running back with Cooks, James Robinson's there. Like there's a Damian Pierce. I, I think it's a very good game to attack. Not a full game sack but just like. Uh stack and a run back pretty much.
3: Uh, If I had to pick a game, it stinks, because I would have definitely picked the Miami game if if I knew that guys were going to be in, like Tyreek and Waddle. Forget about Tua. I I knew he wasn't going to play, but Tyreek and Waddle, if they were definitely in, I would probably say that game. But not knowing that, honestly, I think Pittsburgh – I don't think they win. I think they hang in with Buffalo. I think there's points. I think Kenny Pickett is going to be very aggressive. I I think he's going to make some mistakes, but I think it's going to be similar to the dude is going to play from behind the entire game. So, yeah, he can throw two picks, three picks, whatever. He had 15 points. He played a half or something like that last game, and he had 15 fantasy points and threw three picks. He's going to play aggressive, from behind all this game, I want that type of fantasy quarterback. I think the Steelers can actually like hang around too. So I think that's the one that to me could end up being the highest scoring game. I know everyone thinks Buffalo is going to be the highest scoring side, but I don't think people think Pittsburgh is going to be able to score as much to keep this thing interesting. And honestly, I think they could, I think they could somewhat hang around.
1: If you play the picket side, the target share on the Bills is going to be extremely condensed because you're taking away Crowder. Uh, Knox isn't going to be there, so it's going to be Diggs, Davis, and Isaiah McKenzie. So there's good runbacks. They're obviously tied to Josh Allen too. Isn't McKenzie banged think,
3: up? I think yeah, McKenzie's playing. He is banged up. I don't know if he's going to play. I know he, he had to, the. Con- is he not playing? Well, you know he saying? had the concussion. He was in concussion protocol. I don't know what that. They have him listed as. Questionable. Still so. working his
2: way through. It said uh, it was a limited participant in practice Friday. Giving there's also summer. a
1: tight end now that quentin Morris or whatever. When not you you take Knox out, I think he's yeah in a he's little 2, bit more 2600 speed.
3: or something like that because no yeah. Knox. So Oof. I I think the Pittsburgh side's kind of easy too. Pickens Fryermuth. I mean Kenny Pickett's gonna target Fryermuth. He was getting a lot of love. Um, so was Pickens. I think, to me, those are the two clear options I want. I mean, Chase Claypool is a complete af- aftermath thought now. Like, I don't even think about him when I'm thinking about Pittsburgh. He is so bad. He's awful. Like, he's just, he, he just looks like he doesn't care on the field, like playing. He literally looks like he just – whatever. He's, just, he's fine. For, for me, though, I, I think it's a simple stack. You play Pickett pick with either Pickens or Frymouth or both, and – you you, you know that's that it's a nice cheap stack you can run it back with digs gabe davis whoever you want
1: i like that call i I really like that call i think also you're pretty much like you're playing into a situation like you played deontay in that situation also he fits the scoring he busted last week for i feel like deontay was like the cash game players like they all wanted to jam in um Deontay Johnson last week and And,
3: and what's funny Bob is no one no one will want to play these guys this week but I'm telling you you can almost guarantee they're going to play from behind the entire time yeah so what's that mean it means there's going to be volume even if you don't want to play picket right there's going to be volume I think Steelers are very much in play and I don't think they're going to get as much love
1: I'm, I'm in agreement with you
2: I like that call
3: I'll give it a maybe. I'll I, to, I, I gotta get
2: I'll, my need, food. I'll, you guys I'll need keep to be talking. I need to be persuaded. What do you have for food? What'd you order? You You're the drunk munchies now. What'd you order?
3: I I, I haven't ate all day. I, What'd I, you I just tell us? Food. What you ordered? I so I, I on Fridays is my my cheat day. I got a buffalo chicken sub. It's my favorite. I get it from this uh, from uh, AJ's Pizza, which is like five minutes down the road. I got a buffalo chicken sub and fries it's my favorite time of the day. Go get Reggie it. Reggie just heard it. <laughs> Go get
1: it. Go get it. Sounds good. What are we doing, Kirky?
2: I might order Nick's.
1: I don't want to get Regina. Um Santapios. Right.
2: Yeah, I just had that. You know what's uh, a really
1: good Santapios is the sauce is the sausage uh
2: sausage, uh garlic, uh Sausage hot. garlic,
1: yeah. Very, very good.
2: Yeah. All right. Uh we'll just we'll just kill quarterback here uh any other plays you are considering I mean, we didn't really talk about anyone else there's like herbert in the uh, cleveland game there's uh i mean i don't know I, i'm all set with kirk cousins but
1: i have no, i feel like
2: quarterbacks very thin this
1: week
3: um i would agree
1: like what are people going to try to play bridgewater like good luck I get Bob, hard. that's
3: that's my point though. With like pick it, like I think you can take chances. I mean, Geno Smith's gonna be. I don't like Geno Smith either. And this, you spot. got the sub like,
2: there. Is the sub there?
3: Can we no, see the no, sub? I, I can I we
2: give the, the sub team. a
3: grade.
1: I just want to look at give... it. I just want to see what it looks like. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> can we give it a live grade. Take a bite
3: <laughs> so, out of it. All right, after we do finish quarterback. can we finish quarterback and then I'll. Go you at, at least got to take a end. bite while you got to take a bite while we're talking. At the end of the show, we'll take a bite. We'll take right. a nice bite. All right,
2: let's move it on over to wide receiver. Unless you guys got someone you really want to mention here, but the blitz is all over Geno Smith.
3: Just, just letting that. I be can't, known. do I can't do Geno. Blitz was Eddie, all over Geno last Eddie's week. Maybe too. they were all over um, think, last week. I think Bob said Trevor Lawrence though. I, I think he makes some sense as a as a cheaper guy. That's my play, buddy. That's I think Michael.
1: Kirby likes him too.
3: Yeah, I don't know if I can play him. I think Pickett's my guy. guy If I got to give a a random, all
2: right. Uh, wide receiver, we got a bunch of plays here. We got the one we got one real top end play, obviously Cooper Cup 9600.
1: We didn't talk about Stafford. I guess we can talk
2: about him. I uh, I gave you aren't
3: talking (laughs) up Stafford right now. I
1: think you can play Stafford versus Dallas D. Why not Stafford
3: and Cup? No one's gonna play them because I like Dallas to win this game. That's why yeah
1: cooper rush then play cooper rush the cd there's good there's good plays in this game too
3: well i don't you know saying? if they're gonna i don't know if there's gonna be a ton of points in this game though bob i don't know if i like the the over either in this game i think i like the under where is this game, is this bob. a dome game it must be right it's yes. in uh it's in la yeah, yeah. Right? who's covering cooper
2: cup on dallas Oof.
1: It doesn't, I mean, matter. It, Come it doesn't matter
2: who covers Cooper
3: Cup, but uh uh San Francisco had linebackers covering him at some points so, uh last game. So I mean they were like triple teaming him. He, he's gonna get his no matter what. It's it's just the way McVay designs plays, he gets the ball. Like he's gonna get the ball. It's just all right. So if you have the luxury to play
2: that. Cooper Cup, play him. But um it's gonna be tough to get up there for me for a lot of lineups. But um, we gotta talk about uh the Mr. Air Yards leader on the Saints.
1: You can't he's not the same situation now with Dalton. I'm gonna check down the whole game. Michael so Landry's is out. I know it's, it's Landry's just gonna eat up and all it's those.
2: the it's also the like the greatest matchup. Yeah. is Landry gonna is Landry in? He's banged up. He's he he I think we're waiting on where I think he's probably gonna play but he didn't do anything last week.
3: I mean, Chris Olave is probably their number one, though, right? Yeah, no he, Olave
2: is definitely their number one. That's what I'm saying. So he's nine targets per game, 190 and a half air yards per game, one red zone target per game. Michael Thomas is out. Um, it depends. You know, you got to put your faith in uh, Andy, the the red rifle here.
3: I mean, the, the red it. rifle can get it done a little bit. Like he can still move the ball a little bit. Like I don't know. Was he was fine last game? I, I I mean like for fantasy, like he got Chris Olave the ball, didn't he?
1: I think it was Jameis, wasn't it Jameis?
3: I thought Andy Dalton played last game. Did he really? Play? I don't even. I don't know. Now Bob's making me think. Yeah, he played the game in London. That was last week, right? Oh, I
1: yeah, that was not that on the Saturday slate. It, it
3: wasn't on the main it slate. That's why you're morning. so messed up with it. I, have, I have, no no have no idea. It wasn't on the main yeah. slate. I have no idea. That's why, yeah. Olave was fine. He, we're, he, he we're, caught,
2: you think, you think us fathers are getting up to watch the London game now? That, you know,
3: I Kirk don't like know. Right? I mean, we're, I played showdown. I don't we're know. We're dealing with blowies.
2: Showdown. We're, we're, we're wiping yeah. out <laughs> blowies. We're wiping
1: asses and changing diapers all day. All right. So
2: Tyreek smash if he's healthy and plays. We don't know. Waddle, same thing. Um, Vice versa, if one of them's out, yada, yada, yada. Christian Kirk, I love against Houston. I love this game to go off. Um, the the Chalky guys are going to be Godwin, probably against Atlanta. Atlanta 17th DVOA versus the pass. 83% snaps for Godwin last week. Uh, had a 19% target share. That was his first game back, you know, and uh, so all, to me, he's only 5,900. It's just like he's too cheap,
3: right? Like he, I think we yeah, all agree. I mean he makes, agree on that. Uh, again though, like I think you're gonna want a Brady receiver, especially if you're not playing Lenny, unless you don't see points in this game, or unless you see the Falcons winning or controlling the, the clock and, and, and you know controlling the line of scrimmage. Like if you see that, then I guess don't play some of these Tampa guys. But I so you I can't can play, play a, everyone, you, right? Like you can I'm play a chalky. Lenny, I need to play with some of these wide receivers.
2: So you can play a chalky Godwin or you can just take the alpha for 6,900, who's going to be less chalky because Godwin's eating up that. And Mike Evans, who gets
3: all the red zone work. Yeah. I love Mike Evans. Call me I, crazy. I'm not going to argue.
1: Call, call me, crazy. me crazy. I think it lands My, a fast funnel too, right?
3: Yeah. I mean, Brady's going to chuck it. Uh, they they, yeah, always, they can't run the football either. That's the other thing. I mean, how many rush attempts they have last game? Like six. I know the game script went kind of away, but still, is this they, a redemption week run for football. Brady?
1: This might be a big redemption week for Brady, coming off the divorce.
3: I mean, everyone's probably saying interim. that. Everyone's probably saying that. I would definitely play a Brady receiver though. You like Evans? That's fine. I think at the end of the day, Evans is going to be, I don't know, twelve to fifteen percent, and I think Godwin's like fifteen to twenty. So you know, just pick the one you like the most and, and run with it. But I, I think they're both good plays and, you know, yeah.
2: Um, some other guys. So I think AJ Brown is, is a really big, you know, I know you you don't like that game as much as I do, but um, AJ Brown is. doing so on pro football focus for their um, wide receiver cornerback um, matchups, Brown has like the, the best matchup on the slate. Um, let me see. Yes, actually, actually, Diggs has the absolute best matchup on the slate, um, then followed by uh, A.J. Brown, then followed by Tyreek Hill. Um, so those guys, I mean, obvious monster upside there. I mean, Diggs for sure, but it's tough to get, get up for the 8,400, but you can make it happen. Um, two subpar performances after two monster games um, has the matchup. You know and and kind of like a condensed uh target tree here with some uh, some injuries here for buffalo that bobby mentioned before other than that jsu said he doesn't want any part of wait was it you or bobby that said you didn't want any part of drake london bobby, any
1: bobby
3: I don't want him. i'm with bobby though i'm probably not going to play drake london i i think you would
1: play him as like a, as is like if you play godwin and drake London. i just wouldn't make him your run back in brady stacks
3: I would play a cheap dude like a Tyler Algier if I was to play someone in Brady Stacks or something like that, like someone cheap who doesn't have to do a ton. Like I'm not going to spend up for a Falcon, but like especially 50, the one that everyone's going to play.
2: But like 5900 isn't bad for like uh, a wide receiver one, especially with Pitts out.
3: No, it's not bad. I just I, I know that's naturally what everyone's yeah. route is gonna be who plays Brady Stacks. So I'm I'm not gonna do the same thing. And that's what Bob was talking about, where he's like, if I play Brady Stacks, I might he he might not even run it back with anyone because he knows that everyone is gonna run it back with Drake London, because everyone wants a run back. And yeah. and I and I get that for tournaments. I, my point is I would probably want a run back, but I, I would go with the cheaper one that's still gonna be pretty low owned and I want to spend down at running back because I think wide receiver – i I'm not going to go away from this that I think wide receiver, there's just so many good plays. I mean, Justin Jefferson is projected under 10% on this slate. I, yeah. Like, uh, how do we not play Justin Jefferson at under 10% in tournaments? I, I don't know how. These wide are super
1: strong. Super he strong.
3: has to I mean, be one of the best tournament plays.
2: He's always performed well as – as as a favorite as opposed to and he's performed extremely poor as an underdog which you would never you we would always think right right would he in the games that they're trailing oh they would go to him more but that's not the case they just in games that they uh fully are in control of they they seem to use him a ton.
3: you know why kirkwood because they struggle when they can't get him the football hence they're not up it's, and they're losing yeah. and that's why they, that makes they sense yeah. they're um, literally the chicago bears without jefferson
1: and now playing Minnesota
3: Chicago. is bad. Don't don't There's get it twisted. I mean, Chicago is worse, but Minnesota is bad. Minnesota like, is not good. Another receiver that I think is interesting is Darnell Mooney. I like fast guy. I like. They I don't throw the ball enough, though. That's the biggest. Like, but but they did last big, week. My my guy, Big Team, made a very good point. I'm not gonna play Justin Fields, but he made a very good point on our show we did, and it was the bears have played in a lot of really bad weather situations in some of these games, a lot of these games actually. So if you, when you take that away and you get in a better weather situation, which, you know, like now I think he's going to throw more in those situations. And I also think Minnesota gets up on them. I think they're going to be able to score. And hence why I like Justin Jefferson I also think that means we can play a run back and I want someone who can take the top off somebody who's fast because these cornerbacks are slow. They've been beat this year. Minnesota can be burned deep and Darnell Mooney is like the perfect guy um, to, to do it. And maybe it's one of those things too, where they just don't respect Justin Fields because they know they're not throwing the ball a ton. So they're almost like daring them to do it, daring them to let it go. And so they get more matchups, better spots where they can go one-on-one with guys like Mooney. So I think it's a good spot to take advantage um, for sure. All
2: right. I I love Christian Kirk. So Kirk, the problem with last week is that Zay Jones was out and they took him out of the slot. Um, Put him back in, Zay Jones back in. uh, All systems go in this game that I expect to shoot out. And I think the easiest run back here is – well, Cooks for wide receiver, but I also like Pierce. I know uh, you guys may not be as high in him, but um, it's going to be one of those two, right? Like in, in that game, if that game blows up.
3: Yeah, I mean, it, if that game blows up, it's going to probably be one of those two guys, or maybe both. I mean, it isn't an, an easy game stack, right? You kind of know what you want from Houston if they're if you if you think they're scoring points, you kind of know where to go. It's Pierce. It's Cooks. And then after that, it's your Jaguars guys. I mean, Christian Kirk, great Kirk option. And Jay
2: Jones or Jay well.
3: Jones, cheap. Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of fits easy. We just built it on the show right there.
2: It's the winner, baby.
3: Um, what else? CD Lamblog since you like Dallas. I don't think I'm gonna. I don't think I'm gonna play Dallas offense as much. I mean, I don't like the. I, I don't like like. I'm I'm not gonna play it where it's like a, a high scoring game, but I guess you still could play CD. I, I personally have some of these other receivers ahead of them, but I don't have like an argument, I guess, like where you can not play them. I just have other guys ahead of them, but Bob, there's a you, ton you of like long long. guys. Yeah, that's like, that's how, that's how there, I look at it. There's a ton of long
1: guys like in his range, like AJ Brown showing like similar ownership to CD, which I don't think it will last by Sunday, but.
3: Not lower. with that total being one of the higher totals, I I don't think that'll yeah. last either. But again, AJ Brown just as a standalone play, I think makes a lot of sense in tournaments at, at lower ownership. I think Devonta Smith on the other side makes a lot of good sense in tournaments. I mean, he can absolutely blow up. Dude has a massive ceiling, and we see it all the time. And it would take away from AJ Brown, obviously. And if you just want a piece of Philly. Maybe you think, like me, where Philly's going to score, Arizona's going to bust, but you want somebody from Philly, i.e. Miles Sanders from last week who exploded, right? Devonta Smith, no one's going to play him, right? I I think he makes a lot of sense in tournaments. That mid-tier for wide receiver is very very interesting because I think a lot of those guys are going to be lower-owned outside of, like, Godwin and maybe... uh, I would assume Drake London probably gets some ownership too, right?
2: All right, uh, PFF is showing Amon Ross St. Brown actually with the second best matchup um, against the Pats here. Is right? he playing? Uh, yeah, he's supposed to. He was back at practice today. Supposedly, uh, he's going to be playing. Yeah,
3: like What's the his price dog? tag? Seventy six hundred.
2: No
1: ownership. I mean, that's an it's easy not...
2: easy run back with if you want to if you want to do like a, just a skinny a one uh, whichever running back you pick on the the Patriots.
3: Yeah, Ramondre and and Ra. Yeah, yeah, I could get on board.
2: All right, throw out my... your the last couple of favorites because I'm already getting texts from the next room over saying, "Are you done yet? Are you done yet?"
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think you hit on a
1: bunch. Of, like I think Kirk's a really good play. Uh, Brandon Cook I like as a run back. AJ Brown, those are wide receivers. I'm talking. Jefferson in the Jefferson. I'm glad you guys pointed out the Jefferson does it in games when they're favored because I probably wasn't going to play Jefferson, but now I'm definitely going to play Jefferson. Uh, Devontae Smith, I thought was a really good call by UJSU. Um, Garrett Wilson in that Miami Jets game, I think I like Garrett Wilson a little bit.
2: Yeah, it's just I I can't – so you look through with Zach Wilson and he's like he he spread it around last week yeah. with Crowder, with Elijah Moore. It's like –
3: Corey Davis. He likes yeah, Corey Davis Corey Davis is his
2: guy, yeah. So it's, like, there's, like, li- literally, like, a five of them now. Five I spots you know what you're like, saying. Brees Hall. So I, I don't know. I, like, I want Garrett Wilson. Like, that was my first thought, too. And then I started looking in. I'm like, uh-oh.
3: I think Jets receivers, like, if you have a strong take on one of them, maybe you MME and you get, like, a piece of, like, two of them if you have, like, a strong feel on, like, one or two of them and you go with it. It's more like an MME play where, like, you're not playing one lineup because it is tough to decide between those three. I agree with Bob, like, I think Garrett Wilson eventually will just be the guy. He's a stud, but, dude. Man, Zach Wilson does like Corey Davis. He does yeah. like more. We see, we saw them both a little more involved. Like, it's tough to just pick one if you have one lineup, right? And you want a Jets receiver. Yeah, I, I'm.
1: I'm with you. Are we? Uh, is Godley I think the shot, one receiver? Obviously. And,
3: yeah, he's gonna be. Chopped. He's gonna I be. Think, I think How him and Drake London are gonna both be very chalky because they're in the game that people want to stack and they're both in that mid tier price range for you know good players, obviously. So I think the one guy that he is projected right now for like one percent. We talked about him last week and do went over a hundred yards, George Pickens. Kenny Pickett loves him. They're going to be playing from behind. Dude's not going to be owned. He's still really cheap. I think he's a really good play in tournaments. I think he's a great run back. And, How many uh, targets think,
1: did he get last week?
3: Um, Let me tell you. I know he had over 100 by, yards, but yeah. he, he definitely was targeted. Let's see here. He had eight targets, uh, six receptions for 102 yards um no touchdowns obviously but yeah
2: yeah he had a solid game all right let's move on over to tight end we got to speed this thing up uh we don't have the massive high-end guys we don't have andrews we don't have kelsey this week so it's kind of funny so the chalky chalkiest guy is going to be higby and he's earned it he's third in target share uh 24 percent target share amongst tight ends he's first in targets 38 targets on a season he's third in targets per game uh, for tight ends he's run the third most routes of any tight end um, and as of for pro football focus has him as the fifth I mean the fifth best tight end matchup um, so and he's 4300 which is fine Dallas I mean he's he's clearly like the safety valve now is what was obvious to me in their their last game right like it was Allen Robinson must just be dust I, I don't he has to be dust, right? He can't get any set. He, he couldn't get separation from head chopper. Probably
3: no. What do you yeah. Just... I mean, we, we, we can stop talking about Allen Robinson. <laughs> yeah. See Kirkwood, you blame us, but man, I think you got to speed it up a little bit on your end. I think, I think you're at fault. I didn't bit. blame
2: you. I just said, we got to move it on. I, that was, I just, I don't know.
3: Bobby. For Did once. you feel like he was kind of blaming I felt a little us?
2: rushed?
1: I felt a little uh, rushed. I will say. Oh,
3: you saying- want more time on wide receiver? <laughs> no, yeah. tight end'll be easy because I think tight end really is kind of simple on this slate. If you don't play Devonta Smith or AJ Brown, I think Dallas Goddard, like Kirkwood said, does make sense. He's still too cheap. like 4700 is still too cheap. Um I'm not gonna play Tyler Higby chalk, but that's just I, I don't want to play him. I get the play though. he gets the volume and everything like that. I'm just gonna go elsewhere. I think you could stick in that game uh, if you want to play, you know, Dalton Schultz at 3400 He's cheap. But uh, I like Bobby's call with the Buffalo kid, Quentin Morris. I'm pretty sure is his name, Bobby. Uh, I think that's 26- his name. Or, yeah, Quentin yeah.
1: Morris. Sweeney's there too. But 2600
3: and it looks like he's the guy that they're a little more confident in and has been playing. And he's 2600 in your Josh Allen stacks. He, he seems cheap. And then my boy Frymuth, I'll just keep saying it, but I think Pat Frymuth, I think he's going to get a healthy dose of targets in a trailing script. And I like some of these Steelers guys. I, I think they're good tournament plays at lower ownership and uh, yeah, get them while they're, they're low. Cause I think at a certain point people are going to catch on that. Uh, Kenny Pickett likes that tight end spot.
2: What about uh, Njoku?
3: I can get on board with Njoku. I'd be fine with him. He's seventh still cheap. In, seventh in
2: target share among tight ends, had two massive games. Um, it's a tough matchup. You know, the, the Chargers look pretty good against the tight end. Um, but uh, I. He's I don't just know. talented, though, right? Yeah, like, it's he's like, just talented. Like, all these guys are kind of the same. The thing I like about Goddard so, Goddard, so Arizona, second worst in fantasy points, a lot tight end, again. Uh, he leads the league with 13 yards after the catch. Um, and uh, like I said, he's got the, the fourth best matchup for tight ends as a pro. Per pro football focus. Um, and then, you know, I, I may play some hurts too, just a little hurts. Little I'm a revenge guy, so I can't pass up a revenge spot. So I know he's dust, but just just find him in the end zone. He gets the red zone targets, so I can go there. I don't know. A tight end just absolutely blows this week, kind of. the way I'm looking at it. I
3: like the I mean, I kind of like when tight end, there's no, like, none of the studs because I always get – like, I always want to play the studs, but then I don't end up having as much as I I should. And then I I like it when it's kind of like this, where 5,200, that's the highest, and, you know, everyone's kind of playing from the same price point. I I, kind of like it.
1: Should we talk about, like, Higby being – 25% Twenty-five percent plus owned, and if we're gonna actually. I mean, play I already it.
3: talked about it. I'm, I, I'm not playing him just because <laughs> yeah. I do think he gets that ownership from everyone seeing the volume that he's getting, and I just see a ton of other pivots. We just talked about a few of them. Schultz right seems the like a
1: really good pivot at three, four in that same game. I would, I'd be interested in him. Yeah. Hawkinson, people aren't gonna play Hawkinson after having the forty-point week. My argument would just be, like, the Pats can't stop tight ends. Like, I don't mind. I didn't play Hawkinson last week. It didn't kill me that
2: I didn't play him. So, as crazy yeah. as that sounds, I don't Pat. mind playing him versus the Pats. Pats, 25th DVOA versus tight ends. They have allowed the most tight end uh, touchdowns.
1: Yeah. Um, um, I think Goddard's a good play for Ironwood. Cade for for uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks is going to be someone who people are going to go to. In the same like as Morris, who's they're both very cheap. He's twenty five hundred. He's attached to Brady. I think these are all like plays that you could consider. Kirby hit on Ertz. Nice little revenge there. Um, uh, that's pretty much it for me
2: though.
3: There's definitely some plays. Uh, honestly, and, tight end isn't as bad as like I, I I thought it was. As we start talking about it, I think. And some you solid you
2: mentioned players. Kittle in the beginning of the show, right? Is that? Was that
3: you? Yeah. Yeah. You could play Kittle. I think the problem with Kittle is I just don't trust Carolina to put up points, but Bob was talking about McCaffrey. And I think it makes sense for someone like Bob, if you're going to be heavy on McCaffrey to play, you know, D-bar, Kittle, D-bar. a Debo. Yeah. yeah. if Especially if you're not playing Jeff Wilson, you know, cause you want, honestly, you want points. You want McCaffrey to have to kind of come from behind and, and score and, Look at what he's doing. A lot of fourth quarter points for McCaffrey. So you kind of want that type of script for him.
2: Yeah, 100%. All right, let's close it out with the Bobby Gomes defensive segment of the show. Bobby, take it away.
1: Take it away. So I'm not as prepared on defense this week. I wasn't prepared last week either, but we got there. We got home versus JSU. I 5 x and e 3 x The
3: The cop-out answer. Do you hear this guy? I wasn't <laughs> yeah. ready. Kirkwood, and then I still got it home over JSU, home. but he wasn't ready. So this dude, I, he friggin' tells the people that he that didn't I, actually fully prepare, but then how he still got it done over JSU, even and though yet didn't he scored more
2: fancy points than you, your squad. That's the crazy thing.
3: That's all I know. My team had ten. His team had seven. Winner. That's all. Yours I know. was thirty
1: five hundred, and mine was twenty three hundred. No, well, that's right. not what I, I'm seeing. Whatever, the, the, I feel like the scales being tilted. Gold posts are being widened. It seemed like it was me at the top, but now <laughs> I'm starting to think it's JSU and Kirk. All right, Cowboys defense going to be very chalky. JSU will probably pick them as his favorite defense. Uh, which I don't, I, I get if you want to play. Yeah, the but I don't
2: think they'll be
3: very chalky. I disagree with the chalky thing. I don't I know. Think why, why I, do think the, I think
2: it's going to be pretty spread out this week. What's the Cowboys? The, the price? Rams still. The Rams still scare people.
3: I mean, I guess twenty five hundred. Maybe they twenty five hundred. It's the price. They're going to.
2: They're going to be, gonna be like yeah. the cash. They're, they're going to be the cash. Cowboys they're going to be the cash game D for sure. Bob
3: might be right. They might be very popular. They're, they're going to be, be right. popular, man. Are they, playing gonna playing be popular, are they going to be Bengals popular, Bob? Are they going to be? Are they going to be Bengals popular though?
1: Cincinnati. When's what were what was Bengals popular?
3: You know, like. What was it two or three weeks ago when they played? Uh, it was Dallas. What was it two weeks, three weeks ago? No, they're Remember? not going
1: to be Bengals. Pro- they're not going to be Bengals popular. No, no. Okay. But they're going to be All like, right. they're going to be the cash game defense, it looks like. Okay. You All right, here you go.
2: Here's the defensive segment stolen from Establish the Run. Um, <laughs> the the <laughs> defensive line mismatches. Uh, the Bills have the greatest mismatch against the Steelers. Wow. It didn't, didn't take much to figure that one out, but they're 4,100 49ers have the next, uh, greatest defensive matchup. Um, they are, uh, playing the Panthers. Um, uh, what are, how much are the 49ers? They're 3,800. Um, next would be Philly the, I could see JSU playing some Philly, uh, cause against uh, Arizona who 30 to 10, if, if you know the game's gonna be 30 to 10, then you should like that, that, that Eagles deep with 3,500 is the
3: problem there. Right. I think that Kirkwood needs to stop stealing my my defensive takes before I go because, yes, my defensive take is not the Cowboys, even though I do like the Cowboys. At, I mean, at 2,500, I mean, what is DraftKings doing putting the Cowboys defense at 2,500? But the Eagles' defense against Kyler Murray in his house, I like it. No one's going to play them. They're 3,500. On top of that, no one wants to spend up for this defense, but my God, has there been a better defense? I'm playing the Eagles at 3,500. Definitely. They're going to be one of my top defenses. I'm going to get leverage on that game. The way I think it plays out. And again, it's more just about how you see the game going. And if I, I you don't see the game going the way I see it, you should not play them. But
2: I got to stop I think this immediately.
3: Good I got to stop this immediately. Stop it. We, you could there stop are, it.
2: There are three of us who live in new England Right, Mm -hmm. the Patriots are twenty nine hundred. Their defense sucks though. Playing Jared Goff in his first game outside this season. I was looking now. I do
3: like the under in that game, so I'm not opposed to these defenses. Uh like I don't know. I don't know about the I'm
1: so confused on defense.
3: Maybe the uh Bob, this was your segment. It's clear there. to me now. Kirkwood just just took over, <laughs> and Kirkwood's gone. I don't know where. No, he no. I was I trying
2: it. to show my phone. It says, "Can you wrap it up, please?" It's it's uh, more.
1: <laughs> I'm going right. uh, Eagles D as as well. All
2: right, that's our show. That's week five. Oh, we got to give our top stacks for single entry. I'm going to start it off because we got to. No, make- no, 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 no. Uh, all
1: right, you can start it off there. Mine's
2: going to be Trevor Lawrence going to Christian Kirk coming back with. Brandon Cooks, I may even make it a double and throw Zay Jones in there with him. And uh, I can throw Pierce back if I wanted to and just do a do a full game stack. But that's that's my single entry team this week. Um, now, uh, Bobby or JSU, take it away for yours.
1: Bobby. JSU, you can take it like his Kirkwood stole mine.
3: So. Oh, okay, he stole yours. All right. Well, mine is going to be uh, for Millie Makers, and yeah. I like Kenny Pickett. For the Millie maker, I think Kenny Pickett stacks for the Millie maker is very interesting. You can stack them up with Pat Frymuth and or George Pickens. Very simple, cheap stack. Get it in there and then you can play Justin Jefferson, Stefan Diggs, whoever you want with it. I really like that for tournaments. So uh, that will be my one stack for GPPs. Bobby, wrap us up. Yeah, I'm
1: going to go Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown. No run back as of right now. Oh,
2: Hollywood. You can do Hollywood. No, no you can't. Bobby, you, you, do Rond- Rond- you can do Rondell then. He or then do
3: Ertz. Say, Hurts. hurts A.J. Brown in the Eagles defense. No run back. Come on,
1: Oh, Bobby. I can't play the Eagles D if I'm playing that stack. You can I, do I it. All
2: right. Last for the show, JSU, grab that uh, uh, Buffalo chicken sub. Let's yeah, say take, a take, a buddy, take a peek at
3: this bad boy.
1: We need a rating. You got to give it a score. New segment, JSU, does his sub-reviews. I'm starving.
3: I don't know if you guys can. I mean, really, really.
1: One bite, it's everyone starving.
3: knows the rules. Yeah, yeah. Is this We're stealing that That's segment. That's what we're now? doing, yeah.
2: Get it up. Get it up a little higher. Oh, you guys up see it? it
1: yeah,
3: open good. it up a little. Open it up a little.
1: I like the shredded lettuce.
3: Shredded hey, lettuce. Like that, what do huh? you got?
2: So did you just do uh, blue cheese in
3: there or? And pickles and no blue cheese. And pickles, um, ranch, uh, a little ranch and uh shredded lettuce, buffalo chicken. No cheese. No cheese. People know I, I'm not a cheese person, but Our show know, no cheese on half, on a, Open the half. No, no cheese. Half. Are you kidding me? I, I'm no, no, trying no. My best. There's a lot of lettuce on this thing. Take a bite. I, you take a, a bite. I like. All right, get us out. Wrap us. I feel up like Pirates of the
1: bite. Caribbean when they're eating and he can't eat and he's just like,
3: <laughs> there it is. There she is.
2: There kind of she is. Now give a Ric Flair woo right? and let's call it a show. What, what
1: do, do we,
2: give it we get first, Right
3: And get us the fuck out of here.
2: <laughs> All right. This is that's been the week five RG Run Pier Sports Collaboration Show Tournament Takes Podcast Week Five Edition. We'll catch you again next week for week six. Thank you.